Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. I want to read from 1 John chapter 3, and starting at verse number 1. And uh, I'll try to communicate what the Lord put on my heart. It says, look at how great a love the Father has given us that we should be called God's children. And we are. Some of you, you don't got that through your head yet. That we should be called God's children. And, and John just puts that exclamation point. And we are. Are you God's? Come on, are you God's children? Can you imagine what a, uh, an incredible honor it is for us to be able to call him Father? It's not just a title you throw out there. He is my heavenly Father. I am his child. Ooh, if you honestly, if you ever got that just in your heart, not just in your head, but in your spirit. How life-changing is that understanding? We are His. And it, but it goes on to say, it says the reason the world does not know us is that it didn't know Him. Dear friends, we are God's children now. And what will be has not yet been revealed. And what we will be has not yet been revealed. There's a lot coming for us, folks. But because I'm His, I'm telling you what, it's good. Some of you are waiting for the next shoe to drop, the next bad thing to happen. I'll tell you what, I have had a crazy summer. Crazy. I haven't even been able to process the whole thing. My dad passing away recently. And then when I'm out there, my mom's in the emergency room and she's uh, got some real serious issues in her lungs. And, and, and really, they've gone from, you know, trying to cure to, what do they call it, palliative care or, yeah, just it's homeward bound that, okay, it's, this is the process. They, oh, what a terrible thing. It's as normal in life is us going out and celebrating the birth of Wesley. Is for us to be in a place where we got to care for somebody in their end of their life. It's just life. But you know what? When we know that we are God's children, we do not grieve as other people grieve. We, we don't have the same concept of, of life and death as others have. We don't, we don't have the same uh, 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 just unconsolable grief. Why? Because, because there is a hope that goes way beyond this world. It, it, it's not yet revealed. I don't know what, I don't know what it's going to look like when we get there, but I do know that because I'm his, it's going to be amazing. I am convinced. Some people say, oh, boy, it's tough getting old. One, you have no choice. So you might better get used to that, okay? And two, I am convinced us older people are closer to something incredible than some of you that have still got to live your lives. And the Lord may come and he'd take us all at one time. 
But I'm telling you something, there's a change coming in my life, and, the, and there's more years. Uh, I don't have more, as many years ahead of me as I do behind me, and there will be a change coming. What I know is the best, the best is still in front of me. I may not have the strength or the, the clarity of mind that I used to have, I, I'm, you know, all of the stuff, but I'm telling you because I am His. Because I'm a child of God. You let this flesh just, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go back to the ground. Do you know now, and, and I'm not, I, I, I believe God can do all kinds of things. I know He can. He can heal. He can deliver. He can, he can raise the dead. But I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell you, when Lazarus was raised from the dead, you know what? He was still raised in corruption. But there is a day coming that I will be raised in incorruption. That this corruptible will put on the incorruptible. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what kind of body. I just know that I'm going to be like him. And I'm going to tell you, that just gladdens my heart. When you feel, you know, the pains of sickness and, 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 and age creeping up and all that, you, if you realize you're His, it, it's not yet revealed what it's going to be, but I'm going to tell you what, it's going to be good. Why? Because I trust Him. He's my Father. He, he just the blessings and, and the reality of, of His goodness in our lives. But that's not what I'm preaching. I just want to get that out there. It says, dear friends, we are God's children now, and what will be has not yet been revealed. We know, we know, some of you need to know. Some of you are guessing, some of you are hoping. So we know that when he appears, we'll be like him. We'll see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him, this one I want to preach, in him, Purifies himself just as he is what? Pure. You would think for a moment, if you are already pure, that you don't have to purify yourself. But the reality of it is, you can be pure in the moment and still in the process of purification. That is something that if you're going to uh, uh, function and the gifting and calling of your life is something that you have to have an understanding of. That at, at the same time, I stand before God. I am right here today, right now, at this very moment, whole before Him. Do you realize, depending on your religious upbringing, and, and some of you have had some bad religious upbringing, just like some of you, you know, have been hurt being raised in, in broken homes and broken families. And we, some of us have been raised in broken churches and broken ideologies. But God, in, in, in His desire to bring us to maturity, He, he speaks truth into our lives and you've got to let go of some things. If you're bringing in, you know, the last decade of your religious upbringing or some, yeah, you know, I heard some, somebody's church failed them a long time ago and now they don't trust churches and it's like you're missing something. First of all, we're all broken humanity. You, you, you have not, I, well, pretty close, but you haven't entered into a perfect church today. Now, I love this place. 
But, the, but what happens is any time human beings are involved, right, we're, we're broken. That's why, you know, oh my God, I got a lot to say. That's why the Lord's prayer is, you know, our Father which art in heaven, good Father, worst children, right? That's just relational. You know, uh, our Father which art in heaven, holy is your name. We know that. Your kingdom come. That's our will. When you're speaking that, I want your kingdom to come. I'm not using you to build my kingdom. A lot of religion does that, right? Some people do that. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then it goes on. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us. Give us. You want, you want revelation and understanding? Quit praying singularly and start praying with plurality. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. God, forgive us. Forgive us as human beings. You know what? He's willing to. He desires. That's why he said pray that prayer. I want to. Forgive us as an assembly for messing up sometimes. Forgive us. You know, you're not a singular part of, you're a part of something. The body of Christ, we're in this together. That's the way I feel about it. It's not, I, I don't just visit this place. I'm a, we're a part of this. And, and so the idea of you, your prayer, you know, us, forgive us, give us. Start praying that over this, not assembly, over your families, over this area. God, help us. And we, you watch your attitude change about, uh, about the kingdom of God. So the idea of, it says, and uh, let, me, let me get in. He says, and everyone who has this hope, what? That we're his. That, that uh, man, you know, we don't know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be amazing. Everybody who has this hope uh, uh, in him purifies himself. What does it mean that I'm going to purify? What do, what do I need to do? Here's what happens. We're walking in a fallen world. How many of you know that? All right. Uh, and um, it just happens that depending on what you're listening to and, and uh, where you're working and the spiritual climate around your family or different ones, it just clings to you sometimes. Right? And, and when uh, there's, there's something about coming together with the body of Christ. We came to a Thursday night prayer meeting. What an incredible blessing. I mean, just I'm in there in prayer with brothers and sisters. And, and there was, you know, I wasn't able to go to a service in, in, in three weeks. And I'm, you know, around people, ministering to people and all that stuff. And I needed to be washed wasn't like, oh, God, what happened the old day? Oh, wow, you're out of church for three weeks. You are a filthy, rotten sinner, and, you know, you got to start from scratch. 
how terrible you are. And oh, no, I just, man, I just need to be in the presence of God because all that time ministering, doing all that we were doing and visiting family, pure, pure, pure. But there was a point in time when I just needed to be purified again. Some people say, I don't, I don't need to be in fellowship. I'm telling you what, there's a purification that happens in fellowship. It purifies you. Well, are you telling me I'm lost? No, you can be pure and still need to be purified at the same time. That cleansing, the washing of the water by the Word. I'm not afraid at all. You know, the days are well gone in, in my life that, well, I'm wondering if I'm saved or I'm lost. If you're still playing that game, honey, you need some revelation. The salvation that He purchased for us is absolute and complete. And you can live like a knucklehead all your life. And in the end of the day, have every work of your life be burnt up, but the foundation of God stands sure. Well, you, you, that, that can't be. Let me tell you what, there's some loved ones out here in our lives that, that uh, uh, have, was it not, if it were not for the foundation of Christ... I'd be absolutely terrified for him. But I'm just trusting in and quoting the, the written word that's absolutely true. That they're, the foundation's there. If it's in their life. If it's in your life, the foundation is there. And there will come a day when you stand before God. And because of that foundation, you'll be okay. But I do not want to just get there. I, I want my life and what he's doing in us. I, I, I want what I build in Christ. I want the stewardship of my life to accomplish so that I can stand before him and have him say to me, well done. You did good. Now, I used to be afraid. I, well, I, don't, I can't. What, how do I know? I'm telling you what. I got to tell you this. Sorry if you think I'm, but I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I am doing what he's called me to do. I'm right in the middle of where I'm supposed to be. So does that mean you quit and stop? No. It means I'm going to continue to pursue, pursue, you know. I'm, but I'm standing here, okay. I'm standing here, oh, I'm sorry, pure. I'm standing here whole. But I'm going to be in a fast in a couple weeks. Why? Because I need to purify myself. I'm going to be in an extended worship service next Sunday. Why? Because I'm going, to, I'm going to be in a Bible study Tuesday. Why? Because I want to purify myself at the same time, I, you know, that I stand justified before Him. And so, let, let me just read you a story here. It's in Luke, uh, it's in Luke chapter number 17. Man, I feel like I'm a visiting preacher. Is that all right? Somebody announced me as a visiting preacher last Sunday. Yeah, okay. Um, Luke 17 and verse number 11 says it like this. Well, while traveling to Jerusalem, he passed between Samaria and Galilee, and he entered a village, and ten men with serious skin diseases met him. Leprosy. Right? 
And according to the Mosaic law, if you had leprosy or serious open sore, you could not get near anybody. Why? Because they didn't want it to spread. Right? So these ten men were isolated because they were not pure. They isolated themselves. They felt like outcasts. They felt like they, you know, they couldn't draw near to anybody. And it's a desire of ours for our lives to matter, is it not? I want my life to matter. I want, I want to accomplish something. I want, I want it to be of value. And, and these, if you can imagine uh, the heartache and hurt that these ten men, that they couldn't be around their family, they couldn't minister to any degree. And so the Scripture says uh, they stood at a distance and raised their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Whole nother message. They stood at a distance, they raised their voices. Some of you are way too quiet. If you have a need, you know what? You ought to get loud. Well, but I'm going to tell you what. He absolutely is thrilled with that amount of expression and emotion. And it says they they, uh, raised their voice and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he knew what was going on. He knows your needs. How many think Jesus knows your needs? Even before you ask. How many think Jesus knows your weaknesses? Let me let you in on this. He knows your sin. Okay? You're not pulling one over his eyes. He knows what's going on in your life and in my life. And, and uh, so he, he sees these guys, they're, they're, they're saying, uh, have mercy on us. And he, he looks at it and he told them, he said, go and show yourselves to the priest. Wouldn't it be great if every need we had, Jesus just took care of it right then? Isn't that the way we want it? We need a healing. You know what? Healing happens like that. Not always that way. There's times healing is a progressive thing. There's times some of you here uh, emotionally and, and spiritually have been broken and wounded. And you want, we want God. We used to think there was a silver bullet that brought instant stuff. And, and you know, what happens is there are times that God uses his word and that accumulative uh, pursuit of him. What he uses is you following His commands, I'm going to tell you this, listen to me. He tells these ten that have leprosy, he says, go show yourself to the priest. And they're looking at him, there's Jesus. Go show yourself to the priest. And they started looking at each other. Well, that's what he told us to do. Do you feel any different? No. My nose is still falling off. You know, how about you? No, I don't feel. He said to go show yourself to the priest. What they did not realize is the first step they took toward the direction that Jesus called them. Pure. They were pure. They didn't even know it yet. They had to go through the process of going in that direction. But what, what we don't realize is when we first take a step, that wholeness in our life is absolute. It may not look like it, but it's there. 
It's through the obedience of going in the direction that he calls us. The purification process is, is continual, but it's also complete. That's amazing. I'm not making this up, man. This is really what happened to those guys. They, they're, they're, they are outcasts. They're, they're without a, a relationship except others that are diseased. They, they can't do anything. And Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. They take one step in the direction that he calls them to. And their life is changing and they don't even know it. How long down the road did they get before they looked at each other and said, wait a minute, your nose is all right. Wait a minute, your, your, your arm isn't, you know, hey, wait, you smell different. You, you know what, what's going on? And I guarantee you they were like, oh my goodness. Some of you are waiting for the completion of what you feel is, is preventing you from being what God has called you to be. And I'm here to tell you at the same moment that you're in the process of purification, you are standing before God pure because you're going in the direction that He's called you in. If you're going to wait for perfection before you minister at all, you're going to wait all your life. And what I'm here to tell you today, you are as sent is anybody in the world to do what God's purpose you to do, even in your imperfection, even in what you think you're lacking, even in your sometimes carnality, it shouldn't stop you from walking where God's called you to walk and realize that I am pure, I am pure, I am pure not because based on how good I act and what I do, but I am pure because I am His and because of the blood that He shed. And what I am pursuing, I uh, sometimes, does anybody else get l made low by your humanity? All of us, the human weakness. And, and see, see here's, what, here's what happens to us. We're watching um, at my in-law's place in New Mexico, this ninja something something obstacle course where they're like, Doing all the, is that the coolest stuff ever? All right, hey, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, off. Anybody watch Dude Perfect? No? Oh, my goodness. You are, Warren and I watch Dude Perfect for days. All right, anyway, yada, yada. You got, Joel, you got to get those kids watching Dude Perfect. Christian guys, great, 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 great stuff. Anyway, uh, you too. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, so Ninja War, this Ninja Warrior, th Ninja whatever it is, they got to do these, what is it? Okay, good. So they do these amazing acts of pure strength and, and agility and balance and a lot of them fall into the water and all that stuff. But it's just, it's, it's incredible stuff and you're rooting for the guys, you know, or the girls and, and, and whoever's the strongest always wins, Right? And I'm looking at that course and say, I ain't even trying it. <laughs> Not even close. I don't even think I'd get two steps into it and I'd be in the water. 
And 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 so and, and so we celebrate football, NFL, whoa, whoa, or or uh, you know baseball. We celebrate the greatest of the greats. We celebrate those that are the strongest of the strong. And and would I ever get in an NFL game and try to be a running back? Of course not. It would last about three seconds and they'd be taking me off if I lived. So what? We'll say, what are you talking about? We celebrate the best of the best of the best and we think somehow that that equates to the way God operates in His kingdom. And so some of you are totally uninvolved because you don't think you're good enough. You don't think you're pure enough. You keep your mouth shut because you don't think you're smart enough. You don't know the Scripture enough. We've been told all these things. We're not good enough, and I'm here to tell you you're His child. And you are pure, even as you are being purified. And God uses the weak things to confound the wise. He uses the foolish things of this world. So, well, I don't want to be foolish. Honey, I got no choice. I am who I am. And what I am is God's. And what God has called me to do, I have a, just a, a, a responsibility, but I have the honor of accomplishing that. And I don't have to be a ninja warrior to get through the course that he's called me to. You don't have to be the greatest of the great. You just have to be you. You. Been called. You've been sent. And I'm telling you, God has for us for us, he's got some incredible things. The world has an entirely different standard than God does. And why does God use the foolish things of the world? Because at the end of the day, there will be no flesh that glories in his presence. It's not going to be that we say, look what I did. We're going to say, Father, man, you're just, you're good. You've taken care of me. In my weakness, you just prop me up. And in my failing and falling, you just told me that I was pure. You told me, just keep coming before the throne of grace. And when I'm done, he's going to say, son, good job. You did good. I'm going to say, dad, the only reason I did good is because you were there the whole time. Stand with me. I told you I wasn't going to go too long. <clears throat> you got to stop thinking that you have to be a somebody for God to use you. You, you just got to stop. You, you, you got to stop. Listen, the, the, the wrong thinking is that you have to be all together together. Before he can use you. I'm going to tell you what. You are in the process. Of being purified. But you take one step. Toward doing his will. And you're already pure. Even though you still may stink. Even though you're not seeing the healing. Seeing the healing. That you really want. I'm telling you something. The healing takes place. As you walk towards him. As you walk towards his will. Well, I'm not as healed as Moises. You know, I'm, I'm not as healed as, you know, as Danny. 
Who are you to compare yourself to anybody? You're you. If it takes you a lifetime, if it takes you decades, don't belittle the blood. Don't belittle the cross. I got to tell you what, it is my only justification. And if I can stand before him justified, then I surely can tell somebody. Not like I'm selling something. But just tell of his goodness. Tell of his go. I want to I wanna run the race. Not thinking that I have to be a ninja. I just want to run it. Knowing that man, oh man, every time it looks like I'm going to fall, I got a good father there. Mm-mm-mm. God, I loved preaching that. I, I, I hope you heard that. I hope you heard what God is trying to speak specifically to you. I hope you go out of here this week with a different mindset of thinking you got to be something. And just what I'm asking is you go in the direction that He's called you. Go. What, what, what am I? Just, Father, I'm following you. And in the process, Jesus, thank you for healing us in the way. Thank you for delivering us, God, from everything. You, you, you continually and constantly. Jesus, lift us up. How amazing it is to be called the children of God. And we are. We are yours. God, give my brothers and sisters here today the strength the strength and the courage to follow you and to just to believe in that wholeness that exists right now. I speak that today in the name of Jesus. We're going to pray and I want you to pray. But I wonder, I wonder if there's sin in your life, you know what you need to do? Ask God to forgive you. Come on. Just, just do that right now. Father, forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us. As we forgive others, God, get, show us really what forgiveness is all about. Is There is no punishment in forgiveness. You do not desire to punish us. I worship you, Lord. Come on, reach out to him. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.